stocks near the highs of the day. It's broad rally at one point, every sector higher. Small caps with the NASDAQ. Bitcoin's up too, but it's slowed down a little bit. Let's bring in Bill Baruch, talk about today's session. He's the president at Blue Line Capital. Bill, always good to have you here. So uh, what's going on? Everybody wants to buy Tesla. Stocks are ramping up. Bitcoin kind of slowing down here this afternoon. Just a breath or should uh, hodlers be worried? It certainly has been a big risk on party to start the week, but uh, as you mentioned, Bitcoin not joining it. Um, no, I think last week was a big one for for Bitcoin, and and you know it's not like the crypto space isn't following this this here today because there's right. a lot of good assets that have up. I mean, Solana's up 10% right at its record high here today. So I'm watching that closely, 60,000 was a big area. We you know remember in April the futures opened that Sunday night gap down pretty sharply through there. Um, there's, if we could build a little floor at 60,000, there's a, there's a base to be built there, and, and that could could really build for the next leg. Bill, I've studied the Bitcoin charts a good bit, and there's not a lot of precedent for a new breakout high that that pauses or reverses. There's been a few instances, uh, 2011, before uh, there was a big breakout. It kind of paused a little bit, but, I mean, what's kind of the framework for thinking about the if-then in Bitcoin right now? I mean, it seems like if it jumps back above 65, history's pretty clear, right? It then just rallies like crazy. But if it doesn't, then what? Yeah, I was looking for a close above 65,000 last week to really confirm this is happening now. Exactly. Time, and, and it didn't. So, I, I I mean, like I said, I think the 60,000, if you look at the futures, it was it was a Friday they closed near the highs. Sunday night, they it gapped open lower. They, obviously, the, the uh, crypto itself, the Coinbase or however you watch it, is, uh, you know, traded through the weekend. And, and there was a little a sharp move down. There was a, a rebound that held 60,000. So I am watching the 60,000 pretty closely. If we we really decisively close a day below 60,000, then it, it, then it would say that we're we're in due time for a little bit of correction here. Uh, and and by that I mean consolidation correction just you know kind of would would be you know a good range, um, 10, 20 percent. But the uh, like I said the out the the altcoins things like Solana are are moving really great. I and mean, there's a number of of assets that have done really well over the weekend. So the space itself I think it's more or less just digesting the recent run and then those altcoins follow so if Bitcoin really holds above 60,000 then I think that the next leg is is going to be sooner than later it's uh, running pretty hot some of the other stuff as you mentioned Solana there's the uh, dog tokens that are going wild uh, coinbase today I mean itself the exchange the stock is up seven and a half percent and just generally kind of connecting it overall bill the market is gotten real frothy in some of its behavior again lately where we've got uh, all the Trump's back memes. JJ and I were talking about that a few minutes ago, going nuts. Tesla's going parabolic at a trillion dollars. It's not like it's a hundred billion dollar stock anymore. A trillion bucks going vertical. What do you think is the origin of this uh, sudden extreme speculative behavior again? Is it like stimulus? Is it the market saying we don't care about taper? Like, uh, how do we explain this? Well, it's uh, the little little known secret. Uh, the Fed balance sheet expanded over the last week. I mean, it's it's like clockwork. And uh, you know, they they're talking about tapering, but their balance sheet has has been expanded. It, it taper it, it fell back a little bit um, over over the last month. You know, through through some of that correction, and then 
lo and behold, I think one of the underlying underlying drivers is the, is the expansion of, of, of that balance sheet through the last week. I think that was a big thing. Um, you know, inflation, everybody's talking about inflation. We are realizing inflation, you know, everyday prices, whether it's the pump or the grocery store. So it, it's hitting the consumer. But but from an expectation standpoint, the CPI data two weeks ago was in line. I mean, it really soft necessarily. PPI, the leading indicator, producer prices are leading indicator for consumer prices. That is not running away. But these again, these are not running away from expectations. So the fact that they weren't hot sort of gave a, a green light to risk assets, and I think that's on, that's there as well. Um, you know, the the earnings in general have been good, so I think that's that's helping underpin things, and, and the banks have done pretty well out on the heels of theirs. Bill, what's the best way you see at this moment uh, uh, to get exposure in the market of trade uh, among all these different you know, themes? Just a week ago, it looked like it was going to be a very cyclical bank-driven theme, the way you pointed out. I mean, to just get broad exposure to risk assets right now, or is there something in particular that you think looks the best? Yeah, it's it's really it's really tough to say because I've been extremely bullish on banks and energies, and I'm I'm really starting to trim those out a little bit. Um, even on the futures side, we've been we've been extremely bullish on crude oil, and we completely exited those positions early last week. And and really, you know, in my morning note to clients, just saying, hey, let's let whatever it does here, let it do. If if it surges the 90, then we'll we'll be able to wait for a pullback to the low 80s. But I, you know, if we top out here, there's a good resistance at near 85 dollars. Then, then we could find a good buying opportunity, maybe in the high 70s. So being being patient is, is really the most important thing. Um, if you're not invested in the stock market, I, I wouldn't. I don't think this is the the greatest time to start today or tomorrow. Um, I'm looking at 4600, 4620 has has been my. So early this year. I called it my rolling 12-month target. I, I, you know, no one really knew this market was going to pick up how how it left off last year. And, um, and so 46.20, it's also the the 100% measured move from the February 2020 highs to the March 2020 lows. So I, I again, I, I think. There's a lot that's going on this week. We have three central banks, Bank of Canada, which, and then, then Bank of Japan. And then we have uh, the ECB on Thursday. So Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night and Thursday. Uh, and the PCE data Friday. You got GDP data uh, on Thursday as well. And a number of big earnings from Facebook today and Microsoft and Alphabet tomorrow. So listen, there's going to be a lot of volatility ahead. And I, I think you got to be patient. you got to pick your spots. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of a pullback just amid the volatility. We may go higher first, but hmm. in the Fed next week. So a lot is going on here. Yeah, we got a busy, busy schedule. All right, uh, Bill, thanks for the thoughts. Like the technical uh, work and analysis on BTC, uh, definitely on the same page on what to look for there. Definitely drama building here at the high. Thanks, Bill. Good to have you back. Thank you. You got it, Mr. Brooks, president at Blue Line Capital.